and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Today's episode is sponsored by Kevin Lovegreen. Kevin is an author who has visited countless schools to talk to kids about how to bring a book to life. He has a passion for reading, writing, and the outdoors. He puts that passion into his Lucky Luke hunting and fishing adventure books. At KevinLoveGreen.com, you can find the entire Lucky Luke series and use promo code KIDSTORIES for a great discount. Now on to some shout-outs. Happy birthday, Sebastian! Sebastian is now nine years old, and for your birthday, I hope you got a pocket dragon and a pair of nunchucks and a box of ninja stars and a small vial filled with magical gold powder that gives you super strength and a wish from the soothsayer and a ring of invisibility and a big bucket full of goofballs. If you were a character on the podcast, Sebastian, I think you would be Captain Sebastian, a space ninja ship captain that travels the stars in search of treasure and adventure. Hope your birthday is great. And Gloria from Melbourne drew an awesome picture from the Never Trust a Pirate series. Thanks for that, Gloria. If you were a character on the show, I think you would be a dungeon runner who speeds through dangerous dungeons to grab as much treasure as possible, all while avoiding the monsters and traps. Thanks for listening, Gloria. Today's episode is titled The Anti-Pirates, Part 3. The ninjas have once again stolen a boat from the 1,000 pirate gang and sailed back to the town of Brighton. There, they hope to get some help from the townspeople to defeat the pirates once and for all. Tatiana and Evelyn stood near the boat's steering wheel, guiding them as fast as possible to the docks at Brighton. You know, you and your brothers are pretty good at all this, said Tatiana. Once this is all over, maybe you three could stick around these parts and keep things safe. Well, we kind of do that already, said Evelyn. Exactly. It seems like a good fit, said Tatiana. But, I mean, make things official. You'd be the founders of the island dojo. You'd have a real dojo and you would train other ninjas to work out here. You mean like you guys do where you're from? asked Evelyn. Yeah, pretty much exactly like that, said Tatiana. You could be like the anti-pirates or something. Ooh, I like the sound of that, said Evelyn. The group continued with the 1,000 hot on their tails. Soon they reached the docks of Brighton, and Tatiana pulled down the pirate flag, hoping the townspeople wouldn't run away. She stood at the front of the boat, waving both her hands over her head. The townspeople, now on constant lookout for the 1,000, scanned the sea with their telescopes and binoculars. They noticed Tatiana, and some went down to the docks to greet the ninjas. It's great to have you back, said one of the townspeople, as the ninjas and the anti-pirates got off the boat and walked up into town. Yeah, yeah, great to be here, replied Tatiana. But we'll have to save the pleasantries for another time, okay? Gather everyone together, we've only got a few minutes. The townspeople yelled and hollered for everyone to gather round, and soon there was a sizable crowd near the heroes awaiting an announcement. The 1,000 are right behind us. They will be here any minute, Tatiana began. We are going to lure the pirates into the thick jungle in the middle of the island, okay? They're all going to get off their boats and come after us. Once their boats are empty, all of you can emerge from your hiding places and sink their ships. The townspeople were surprised at this sudden visit, but they had been harassed by these pirates for months, and they were eager for a chance to fight back. The residents of Brighton all nodded in agreement and thought about where they would hide and wait. But a lot of those pirate ships have our stuff on them, 
one of the people said. All the stuff the pirates have stolen, you know? I don't want to sink all that stuff to the bottom of the ocean. Good point, said Tatiana. Listen, I don't care what you do with the boats. Just know that the pirates are going to rush in here soon, chasing us. Whatever you do with the boats is up to you. Now, can someone please loan us some weapons? One of the villagers led the heroes to a small blacksmith there in town, and they clamored to gather weapons before rushing off. Ben-Ben and Bulis each grabbed katana swords, and Tatiana found a bow and many arrows. Stella and Evelyn slipped some fighting sticks in their belts. Aren't you getting anything? Ben-Ben asked Bryant. Nah, I'm good, Bryant replied. What, do you have some super cool powers that we don't even know about yet? Asked Ben-Ben. Yep, answered Bryant. A minute later, the heroes were running into the middle of the island where trees and vines and bushes grew thick. We need to get up into the trees, said Tatiana. Once the pirates are all below us, we drop down. They'll be caught off guard and we'll end this. The heroes all scrambled up into the treetops, hidden from sight by huge leaves and vines as thick as their arms. Bulis looked around for a moment, wondering how she was going to climb a tree while holding baby Landry. When the little baby slipped out of her grasp and shimmied up a nearby tree all on his own. You can climb trees? Bulis thought out loud in surprise. What can't you do, little baby? The ninjas sat on branches high above the ground, silently looking down and waiting for the pirates. Meanwhile, back at the docks of Brighton, the 1,000 pirate gang made land. Having yet another of their ships stolen by these ninjas got them pretty charged up. Boat after boat sailed right up to the land around Brighton. Pirates poured from each boat and rushed inland in a fury. The ninjas had made sure to leave obvious tracks when they ran into the jungle. They wanted the pirates to follow them, and it was easy for the 1,000 to see the path taken by the heroes. A flood of super angry buccaneers swarmed the town of Brighton and continued on in pursuit of the ninjas. All throughout the town, the residents remained expertly hidden. On rooftops, in bushes, up in trees, they stayed out of sight and watched and waited until the pirates had all rushed inland and their ships were empty. Very carefully, the residents snuck down to the pirate ships and began unloading them. Everyone worked quickly to move the stolen pirate goods off the ships and into the buildings there in town. And as they unloaded the pirate ships, the sounds of battle rang out from the jungle nearby. The pirates stumbled into the jungle in a rage, hacking the plants with their swords. The first pirate to enter the jungle wore a fancy golden captain's hat, and all of his teeth shined gold and his sword was gold. He wore an all-black suit and stood as tall as anyone the ninjas had ever seen. He was at least eight feet tall and skinny and angry. Sweat poured out from under his captain's hat in the steaming hot jungle, and he growled, I know you're in here, ninjas! Come out and fight me, you cowards! You'll rule the day you crossed paths with the 1,000. The other pirates searching in the jungle cheered and yelled in support of their captain. Up in the trees, the heroes all turned and looked at each other, waiting for some sign to begin their assault. Tatiana held up three fingers. 
then two fingers, then one finger, and then she made a fist. At this signal, the heroes all leaped down from their hiding places in the trees, and the battle was on. The pirates were stunned at the charge and struggled to keep up. They were scattered and unable to use their numbers to their advantage in such tight quarters in the jungle. Ben-Ben and Bulis fought side by side, wreaking havoc with their katanas, taking on two and three pirates at a time. Stella and Evelyn fought together, using their teleporting to their advantage. They blipped behind pirates and attacked and blipped away before getting caught. The two popped in and out of the battle to great effect. Ben-Ben fought near Bryant and quickly learned his secret power. Bryant's hands flashed bright blue, and streams of ice shot out, freezing pirate feet to the ground. He shot heavy balls of frozen ice into charging groups of pirates. He even used his freeze powers to freeze pirates to other pirates, creating shivering multi-pirate popsicles. And Landry was doing some wild stuff. His fists turned to heavy stone, and he crawled around the jungle floor, smashing pirate feet and giggling. <laughs> you are one vicious baby, Landry, said Bulis, as she fought back the pirates and kept them well away from her favorite little super-powered ninja baby. And Tatiana felt great to have a bow in her hands once again. She shot arrows through the jungle with expert accuracy sticking pirates to trees by impaling their clothing into the wood, and using her arrows to knock weapons from their hands. Soon the tide of battle was clearly overwhelming the pirates, and the ones that weren't already stuck to a tree or frozen or tied up or rolling on the ground holding their broken feet began running away. The 1,000 pirate gang was broken and scattered and making their escape in all directions. Most of them had gotten so turned around in the jungle that they didn't know the way back to Brighton, and they stumbled off in all the wrong ways. The captain, yelled Evelyn, pointing out to the edge of the jungle. He's getting away. Sure enough, the tall pirate with the gold hat was making his escape, surrounded by a few other pirates as well. The heroes knew that if he was able to escape, then it would only be a matter of time before the 1,000 sailed again. They rushed out of the jungle in hot pursuit of the pirate captain of the 1000. The end. Thanks for listening, friends. The website is kidstoriespodcast.com. The email is kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. And you can find hours and hours more stories at patreon.com forward slash kidstoriespodcast. Adios!